do the thing. I think we are. That's what they always say not to say. Are we on? Are we on? But I think you have to, at least your first time. We actually are on. I'm checking like cameras and stuff that I don't know how to, I don't know how to work any of this stuff. It's a work in progress. Yep. See? (laughs) That's all right. Uh, All right. Well, I am Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We are the Ryans. And this is, I'm going to call it the Porsche Life podcast, but essentially... I think by the time we're done talking about it, it will sort of be clear what this is. Actually, it probably won't be clear because it wasn't clear to us, which is why we're doing it this way. (laughs) Figuring it out in lifetime, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, Essentially, this is going to be life with the Ryans. And it's not life with the Ryans as in like, oh, it's our reality show. It's more like we tried a bunch of different things to try to do this, uh, to try to figure out what to talk about. Because we're into so many different things, and and people know certainly of a lot of our interests, but we're we didn't want to pigeonhole into like a, a Porsche podcast or a car podcast or an adventure podcast, sort of everything. Because we've got medical stuff we want to talk about, we've got you know f- future world thinking type things we want to talk about. Life, life, because it's really different and it's very fluid and it changes all the time and it's different for everyone which is for me what was hard about defining anything we were going to talk about Um, because everyone wants to pigeonhole everything which I totally understand Mm. it's easier to understand life that way when you can compartmentalize things when people look at it through their eyes you mean just their perspective yeah yeah. yeah the, oh, assuming you, I see what you assuming that life, what you know is life, is the same for everybody else, right? Which is not fair. No, but everyone does it. It's a human thing, and it's just literally how we perceive our surroundings as humans. But once you evolve past that, because you have to usually, you realize that everyone's in their own head, and they're all listening to their own inner monologue. So mm-hmm. to reach anyone authentic, actually, you have to reach their authentic core which means you need to know yours so that's what we're figuring out (laughs) what ours is (laughs) no truly so this started with um you know we've got kind of an instagram following and we should eh, maybe we should go into this in order i guess okay um there are a couple of videos that are out already on youtube and stuff and there are some more that i think are coming out there's a pca one that's coming out that tells a little bit of our story we are not so vocal about it not because we don't want to share it but it's kind of like don't want to bore anyone, don't want to give anyone sort of your depressing story that's turning into something good. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's on ha- its way up, and I feel like, to piggyback on my last point, like, people don't really care. And it's not that they don't care. It's that they're, like, as people, but they don't want to hear it. They don't – it's not interesting in their everyday lexicon of what's happening in their world. Like, What isn't interesting? What we lexicon. go through every day. Um, hmm. Boy, that's like a podcast five type episode. Well, well, I like to <laughs> no, go but ahead. Just this, <laughs> for the sake of uh, our life is different than it used to be. And a lot of people don't necessarily understand that, which is totally fine because it's our job to make them understand that. And that, I think, was part of the reason for doing this. A lot of people. So the Instagram following was one thing. We went through some stuff, some health stuff, both of us, and uh, yeah, I got to remember how to do cameras at the same time here. It's confusing. 
Um, and we decided to get a car and basically uproot our entire lives um, because we realized what was important at that point, having been through some turmoil and stuff. Um, so we started and we got a car and we started going on adventures and we got an Instagram and people started following it. And then we started trying to actually be serious about it too. And then more people started following it. And um, I don't know how many times at car shows I've been asked, have you, are you on a podcast? Is it, how do you, how is this, like, do you have a podcast or are you on somebody else? Like, All the time. So that's what we're doing. We're trying this. We're seeing how it goes. So that we can say yes to that question we get all the time absolutely absolutely um we're talking all over the place here because we don't know what we're doing hopefully we'll figure it out and certainly we're open to taking um suggestions for people who watch a lot of podcasts not just for like talk about this talk about this although that's okay too um <laughs> we sort of watch joe rogan's podcast and uh and and ones like that with substance um that tend to not necessarily have a time cap um, and that's sort of what our model is. This could be five minutes. It could be 20 minutes. It could be an hour, um, depending on how long when did we get. <laughs> is that fair? <laughs> I think that's quite fair. All right. So um, Nicole is a former Hollywood publicist. And I say former because it literally couldn't be further from what she does now. But it is part of your life that you shed to start this new one. Do you want to talk about that at all? And it's okay if you don't. Sure. Yeah. What Just, direction should I go? Basically, I want to let people know who we are because, you know, the people who know us and from car events and Instagram and stuff like that, they all know who we are for the most part. But this may have broader reach and we don't know. We have to treat this as though people don't know us, I think. Okay. Well, I'm really, I've always been quite bad at this part, yeah. which is maybe why I don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ironic that you used to be a celebrity publicist doing this for other people. Yeah, what I always used to say in meetings then, and I was just thinking about this morning, is like, I can do any of that communicating work for anyone else. Yeah. Um, when it comes to me, I'm horrible at it, which only illuminates to me my own issues. But <laughs> Well, that's part of this too. I mean, this is yeah. kind of therapy for us as well, so why not? Yes, this is my therapy. I plan on using it thusly. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, publicists have a weird um, – I, I, you say that word, and people have a lot of different ideas of what that means. Right. Um, there's also different kinds of publicists, which I didn't necessarily know when I got into this. And I was a personal publicist for talented celebrities. And um, that's how it started anyway. And then as any business does, it gentrifies and it matriculates into different parts of the world that it's in. And it's in the entertainment. I was in the entertainment space with actors and comedians, and I veered into athletics also. And okay. um, it, it's a different job than, than – uh, I think what people typically think of publicists is like hawking an event or selling something for free, like being the cheerleader, so to speak. And there are I, some publicists that that is essentially the job, though, right? It's certainly and become me, the job now. Okay. And so I think, whereas I used to be, I am, and my job I looked at is more conceptually, think thoughtful, more longer term and short term, mm. like because I worked with a lot of touring comedians, so. You had to make sure that their date in Idaho would sell out because they needed that income and the revenue. 
But it's, if they were doing a movie at the same time, it's a different message, you know, than when you're talking to a national and international audience than Idaho. Did I get off track? Well, you're telling me how to be a publicist, and that's awesome and everything. I'm curious about you and why you don't do that anymore. Oh, um, sorry, you going into what I was No apologies. We're figuring this out. We are figuring this out. On the heels of what I was just saying is that the instantaneousness of technology took over the business. So that's part of why I'm, that's a big part of why I'm not doing anymore is I'm more thoughtful and that requires more time. Mm. But um, really what the nail in the coffin was is I have MS and um, I look at it, whatever. No one really seems to know what it is, medical or layman or otherwise. Multiple sclerosis. Multiple, right. yes, it's called it's multiple sclerosis is the name of it, but I don't think anyone seems to understand what it what the applications of it are on a human. So I'm figuring that out as I go. But what I do know is that it's a disease of energy, and my old life required more energy than I'm capable of maintaining. I think that is really, really well put. Really well put. Thanks. No, absolutely. Um, life changes, and when you go through some stuff, you kind of figure out what's important. And you make decisions based on all of a sudden what isn't important that used to be. So it makes so much sense as to why that is not something that is in your life anymore, in our life anymore. I don't know if other people understand that. People see us at car shows and stuff and events and whatever. And um, we often seem to have energy and we often seem to be, you know, you're up on on your two feet and stuff like that and talking to people and walking around. But the truth is those things are early in the morning and we plan them ahead of time and we come home and crash often afterwards, right? We crash on, yeah. And we get up early normally. So it's like, it fits in with our like habitualness kind of more so than like, let's get dinner at eight. (laughs) Well, this is turning into a whole big heavier thing. I'm so sorry, but this is all, I think it's helpful for, um, I mean, it would help if I knew exactly what we were talking about. And again, experimenting. But I think that um, giving people a better understanding of who you are, not you, just Nicole, who one is, giving, give, give, giving the world a better understanding of who, who you are as a person, who anyone is, um, I think is a service, not just to the world, but to you. You're teaching the world who you are, how to treat you. Um, you're being honest honesty with yourself and with the people around you, like the, your community around you. I think all that stuff is really important. And it's not easy to talk about. Really, nobody wants to talk about themselves. Well, I guess a lot of the people we're around like to talk about. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? When it comes to substance, anybody can do small talk. Yeah, and that's the name of the game right now. Outside, small talk. I don't do that. So It's exhausting, right? If it had, I find it exhausting. I find it exhausting because there's no goal. Like there's no, I don't get anything from it. So it it only sucks my energy to go into the ether. Yeah. Versus a a contemplative, thoughtful conversation with someone who's interested, who I'm, who's interesting, and. Yeah, that's interesting too. Just a matter of it's a it's solely giving energy. You're not getting anything back. Right. Hmm. Well, why do we do it? What do we get back? Do what? Small talk? No, just in general, yeah. I, I mean, we, we continue to... Go. It doesn't sound like such a fun thing to do 
based on this description, yet we do it all the time. <laughs> so I want to make sure that we cover both sides of the coin here. Well, I, I get really heady, and I don't know if this is for the first podcast, but like I... Well, I, sure, whatever you want. My psych no rules. background explains that to me. You went to, hence the mug behind you, you went to University of Michigan, right? I did, and I was a dual major, which is actually a way bigger deal now than I... You get comfortable. You can bring the mic to you. Thanks. Uh, It's a way bigger deal now that I realize how how influential my paths of education have become. Um, But psychologically, we all want to connect, so you small talk with people. like It's like bumper cars. like You bump Mm. into someone until you get a response. And then maybe you go deeper. Most people don't know that, and they don't intentionally try to go deeper. They just bounce into everyone until they are stuck. And then it's like, oh, we should figure out why we like each other. Holy cow, that sounds like a nightmare, and I think you might be right. Yeah, I think so. That's something to think about in its own right. Because it's true, if there's that much of a lack of awareness outside in the world, the people are just doing the bumper cars not even hoping for something further. You're saying that a lot of people don't really even realize that there's something further. It just sort of happens occasionally from time to time, and then they go with it, right? Yeah, and we just watched something yesterday about how like people are expendable and relationships have become expendable. Electric Dreams. Yeah, oh. Amazon Prime, Electric Dreams. So good. Um, Hard to describe. It's good. It's a thinker. It gets you – it's – I like it. Like yeah, your dreams. That's what I, it was. It was like the first episode, I think. <laughs> yeah, I hope we're watching it again. Sure, sure. Um, but it, and in the most like broad way, a lot of people don't live at home. They don't live around their friends and family. So you've had to have you've had to create a satellite relationship oh, gee, to maintain a connection with people that really matter. And a lot of those have gone away because you realize having to maintain that satellite relationship is a real relationship and when you don't actually care about the person that you're trying to maintain a relationship with because you think you have to. Mm. So you end up with a lot of people in big cities bumping into each other because they don't know any better. So is that just the static of the world then? Is that kind of just how it is now? You know, everyone's talking about the vibrations are raising and all that stuff. Like the, the earthly vibrations, the vibrations of humanity, all that stuff, be it good or bad. Yeah, I do think that's it. But I think in like in a bad slime, Ghostbusters application. Negatively charged slime. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. Uh, so, well, using that same analogy, then, is it something that can be stopped with positivity, et cetera, et cetera? I mean, is it something you use positive slime in the end, they turn the slime uh, or you use negative slime in the end, they turn the slime positive and that's how it works or whatever. Right. So is there some end game here where we can like turn people around or is it, are we not there yet? We're well, still thinking about it. I don't even think that many people are thinking about it, but the people that are, are thinking, cause once you start thinking about it, it's all you think about. Mm. It literally colors everything I think about in terms of, is it beneficial to that goal of making positive slime, so to speak, or is, does it, is it neutral or negative? Like, I don't want any of that. Um, neutral or negative we don't want any of but there's neutral and negative out there right most of it is by default because lack of awareness makes you neutral or dark because you don't or I mean or light if you, it, depending on like what you're surrounded by because hmm. most people are magnets to their surroundings that's why we 
bond with who we bond with. Right. Um, I do definitely believe that. So if there's a bunch of neutral blah, blah, blahs, like bouncing into each other, like it's innocuous, but it's useless. Hmm. So what comes from it? I mean, then if you want to get anything done, you avoid the static. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I certainly understand it. It's way more succinctly put than I was. But yeah, that's essentially what I'm saying. Well, you know, I agree with you. I'm, I think I'm an only child who grew up alone, a, a tremendous amount of my time alone. Um, my parents were split up and they, they worked. You know what I mean? So I was an only child who spent a lot of time with television and with his imagination. Um, I don't really know how to deal with the chatter because I'm really happiest when I'm alone and quiet with my own thoughts. And I realized later in life, or I learned rather later in life, that I had been meditating my whole childhood, my whole life. I didn't know that. I thought it was just being. I thought it was just being. I, what I considered just being comfortable other people considered like oneness and mindfulness and 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 all of that kind of um, singular thinking and and going within and stuff like that. And I don't know to this day really even how to do any of that stuff. But yet I kind of do because of oh, anytime I just regress to however I was when I was a kid, and you just go into your your mind. Um, I very this is all coming around to you. I very much relate to oh, yeah, there's just a lot of static out there and you have to kind of avoid it. I don't know that that's served me so well in life, though. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. I, I definitely know that that's my more comfortable place and it's the only place my brain can really operate. Um, you know, I tend to formulate a plan and then come forever sometimes and mm -hmm. then come out and then, like, all of a sudden there's a studio or there's a whatever, just there's whatever project just all of a sudden can be done because I've thought about I thought it through. When there's just so much static and other things going on and other people who aren't talking about anything, I find it difficult to, I'd rather be alone with my thoughts. How's that? And that sounds like a pompous, <laughs> dickhead, antisocial, Ted Kaczynski living in a cabin in the woods. But kind there's of... certain people that I don't know if you would say that if they were sitting next to you. How do you mean? Like... I'm trying to think who one of your idols is, but like if if Dan Aykroyd was sitting next to you, like I don't think that after an hour you'd be like, "That was neat." I'm gonna go sit with my thoughts. You're right. That okay. You're hundred percent right. So it's a matter of finding the people that actually stimulate you. Yeah. But when not going back to the pompous assholery comment, not that many people do. Right. Now that's not saying that I'm some genius, some brilliant fucking guy. I don't actually believe that. I mean. I do in the fact that I think we all are. But I have a hard time reconciling wanting to hang out with an asshole who feels that way, being myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. even I don't like how that sounds. Because it's... Or, or like myself. That part way. of the magnet thing is like, what? okay, we went through, and I want to say, like, 10 minutes ago, but, like, the real reason that I'm, like, who I am and why I'm such a disaster is because you got so sick. Not because of me. I realized how sick I could get when I didn't know if I could have you there anymore. So, anyway. It's okay. That's the real truth that I wanted to say earlier because it always does often 
turn around to me because I'm dramatic and <laughs> whatever. Well, because, and I think partly because mine is ongoing versus you've kind of, I'm not going to say solved, I'll never say that, but you've you've done what I hope to do, which is manage how to integrate it into your life. I think that's fair. So that's what I work on every day, and that's part of why like mood is so important, and I think energy and all that here. But just to to go back to kind of what we were saying, sorry. Don't be sorry um, at all. For listeners, I get super distracted, and I tend to bring everyone on that ride. Sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's that smile everybody loves. Part of the thing about static is that everyone has different color magnets. Hmm. Whether they know they're on or not, if they have energy, their light's on. Interesting. So this is I think this might be something. This is all I think about. So I've I've put my meaning I've put a lot of thought behind it. Um, do you remember that episode of Allison, the uh, medium episode where they all have cards over their heads or like a heart or a diamond like the I do, essentially saying that everyone fits into categories and this was a way of being able to identify everyone had basically a um, Everyone had basically like a little blurb, a bubble over their head. It was it, the show Medium with um, one of the Arquette sisters, Patricia Arquette. Uh, it's it was, so good. I need to watch it again. It, it's <laughs> for a, an episode, a procedural type, uh, episodic yeah. type show. Um, it's very enjoyable. Anyway, yeah, I, I that I do remember that episode. Okay, so like abstract that out and make it bigger, and like they're not just like suits of cards or whatever they are in there, but like. Those are everyone's magnet indicators. And so if you don't have... How many options are there? It's not just polarity is generally you know, negative and polarity positive. Polarity is old like 3D matrix and now it's spectrum. So it's ah. now like the full color of the rainbow. And I think the point of... You've heard of like the age of Aquarius and shit. Like all of that. Like the song and the mm -hmm. it's coming and whatever. It, it, we're now between now and like 2024 is like the kickoff party so to speak and like that it, it, it basically aquarius is like all the different kinds of fish in the ocean like so you have all those different kinds of people so you have to sometimes if you're not if you don't feel satiated by the people around you which i think is a lot of people sometimes mm -hmm. you have to kind of dive into the static and go in the nemo ride finding nemo and like just hang out and see who you meet for a while and you're going to gravitate and magnetize toward some people and that's the flow that's the fluidity of like dive in and dive out and like get what you need when you need it and give to others what you can when you can and it allows that flow to continue that to me is the most important part and what has i don't want to say turned my life around but certainly makes it easier to put the happy face on in the morning um is being more not just open to helping others but more uh What's the word I'm looking for? More active, more proactive, more proactive in helping uh, others in any way. Because literally the only thing that makes me feel good these days, not, I shouldn't say that, but the thing that makes me feel the best, that's fair. The thing that makes me feel the best <clears throat> these days about myself or about getting up in the morning is knowing either ahead of time that there's something I'm going to be able to do for somebody that day that's going to help them mm -hmm. and make their life better, happier, easier, whatever. 
uh, and or something that I had just done that, you know, maybe the benefit will be rolling over or something like that. Those two things, uh, and by the way, that's something you have to keep the stockpile going. It doesn't just sit, you know what I mean? You have to like, you can't just do something nice. It's kind of a bummer and then before feel you good know about that. It. Yeah. You, oh God. You want to relish how good you feel and it depends on what you're doing it. it for. But yeah, a hundred percent at first you're like, Whoa, this feels really good. And then you get caught up in like, Oh, this feels really good. And that's not the point. And, and it stops completely the next, you know, the next time you wake up, essentially you're, you're back in the, oh, I can't think straight again. Uh, you know what I mean? Just in the you yeah. wake up in your human Every brain, day. wake up in your human brain. Anyway, so that's a stockpile too. And it's funny how it doesn't need to be. I used to think it was financial or like helping somebody move or build a house or Habitat for Humanity or all of these things are fantastic. But it can be checking in with somebody you know via text who is going through a hard time. It can be putting a stupid, like a nice motivational thing that like that you really believe that fits somebody you know on their social media it could be anything that it requires no effort from you I think that's so important that you said that and that you practice that because that if I'd known that it was that easy is the wrong word but possible maybe that's good I would have acted differently all the way through like I think I I, I wasn't conscious I wasn't conscious for most of my life I wasn't present but the pieces that I remember, I remember pushing. I was talking to my parents one time. I was like, well, I, I wanted to switch jobs. And I was like, but there's no money in that. Like, I kept being like, what do I do? What do I do? Right. Panicking, really, but they're oblivious, but whatever. Um, and my dad, I remember him being so disgusted with me and being like, you really need to work for a nonprofit. And I was like, Oh, it's not. I realized how I must have sounded because mm. it wasn't about how old, how long ago was this? How old were you? Twenty eight. Okay, so, so it was ten years ago, ish. It was my last major job move, though, prior to you mm. and being in my life, and so I really counted on them, and so their disapproval of what I was saying, which is totally fair, it must have sounded like a total twat. Like who? I I can't imagine. But that's a word you don't hear very often anymore. Sorry. <laughs> um, I miss my comedy people. It's good. It's um, good. No, there's no problem with it. I just wish I'd known it could be that doable versus like I thought I was going to have to like save and save and save and uproot my life and go into the Peace Corps versus like, oh, you can just be nice to people and go ah. out of your way to be nice to people. Okay. That is, I see your your point. Um, and is that upbringing? I mean, how does that, whose responsibility is that? Is that our responsibility to figure out in the world? I mean, I ultimately, it's, it's our responsibility, right? Uh, Everything yeah. is ours at the end of the ultimately, day. Ultimately, but I do think it can be augmented by upbringing in that space, mm-hmm. which neither of us had really. But it's not anyone's fault. It's just I consider it a miracle that I survived. We haven't even mm-hmm. talked about me yet. That we'll say that for another day. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> I don't even know how long we're going now. It's already a half hour, and we haven't talked about anything. I mean, yet we have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that that's important. That is almost it's it's a whole. That is everything is like its own podcast because I want to talk about everything at length. Um. And I'll learn how to do that too. Just keep going. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, 
All right, well, let's just put a pin in all of that now because that was pretty heavy and that was awesome. And that shows how we are at home when we generally talk. Yeah, <laughs> apologies in advance, but not really again. Um, so why do we have a podcast? We sort of covered that. Um, what are we going to do with it? Uh, what are we going to do with this channel? It's open. We're open to suggestions. We're open to interpretation. Chances are it's just going to be us with whatever we think we want to do. Um, you know what I mean? Like we're not really, we're not the type of people that, um, we don't need the marketing and the box checking and the whole like, all right, did you fulfill this moment? Did you have the tear jerky thing? You know, we're, we're not really going to follow any kind of models or templates. It's going to go definitely was Magnus always say, go with your gut. And, and that's just good advice, period. Do you believe in the, the brain gut, um, connection? Do you believe that like, that these are wholeheartedly yeah i do too i do too i'd love to talk about that someday too okay like we make a list these are all different ones uh yeah um did you watch the eclipse no are you did upset you? no and i'm really upset because i've been it's on the calendar i've been ready for this for like a month or so and i am so irritated again at myself for it's been on the calendar i've been ready for it i thought it would be tonight <laughs> <laughs> like the, the night of the 31st I thought it would be tonight not early this morning yeah it was like 5.30 but I, I feel like such an idiot for overlooking something that I actually was looking forward to and you know I never do those things I've never done I did one eclipse solar eclipse in my life when I was working at channel 12 when I was in high school and it was just coincidence that's what was one and they sent a news crew outside <laughs> with a camera and shit so I went outside to check it out <laughs> Um, I never partake in those things and mainly because I kind of, you know, I always kind of go against the grain of the group. Yes. Um, yes, you do. Again, because I'm comfortable over there in the silence. I'd rather take pictures from afar. I'd rather have a vantage point that other people don't have so that I can then share it with them and be like, look, everybody, there's other ways to look at this. I'm so glad that you're going to share your audio of the, uh, so other people understand what, I talked how I talk to you. It sometimes it's hard. You're not very. You're not on the path with many people, which is why you're amazing. But it makes it impossible. Yeah. To relate to anyone else sometimes. That and then I come tough. back and I try to relate to you, and that's worse. So I've just stopped. <laughs> well, it sounds like I'm the tough cookie here. Then. You are. Because in the sea of static, you're not. And I got caught up in a world that was full of static and I got really demagnetized all over the place. So I'm coming back. So it's it's aligning the right way for me. It makes sense. It definitely fits into my old wheelhouse of like, you're like a person that you're like a comedian. You're like someone. You're a nascent version of someone I would have represented or wanted to. Mm. And I get the honor of being your wife yeah. which is awesome <laughs> but sometimes very hard that's funny but well and is super rewarding that's very funny well i'll take rewarding um i will also say that because we didn't intend to go this long we should probably wrap it up um without anything being wrapped up because okay. this is the beginning of a lot right yeah i hope so uh gosh jay ryan nicole ryan 
Porsche Life 111 on Instagram. Uh, actually, I think everything is Porsche Life 111, right? Except for Facebook, which is just Jay Ryan and Nicole Ryan. Yeah. Cool. And my Tumblr is going to be Mrs. Ryan 111. Nice. So. Very cool. Keeping it aligned. All right. Well, then uh, let's figure out uh, what the heck to say on the next one. And okay. until then, life with the Ryans. Thanks, guys. <laughs>